Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. A little bit of breaking news that I want to share, but let me bring Jane into the mix. She was on the roundtable, of course, on Friday. We'll be here this Friday. We're going to talk about a couple of issues related to the city and the county. How are you, Ms. Duker? Do you have a nice weekend? Yeah, and I had a nice snowy ride up to Jeff City. Yeah, we've heard. Ooh. We have heard that there was quite a bit. Yeah. It was described earlier as hamster size yeah, um, snowflakes flakes by Nick Schroer, and actually, that's what this first story is about. Because Nick was um, was on to talk about a couple of di- different things, but obviously, as you know, Jane, we talked about on the roundtable on Friday, Blaine Lukemeyer getting out of the third district race. He's the current congressman from that district in Missouri. He's not going to run for election. That opens up. The field, uh, Mary Elizabeth Coleman, who was on the roundtable Friday, made her announcement here on the air on 97.1 FM Talk. She's going to get in. So Nick said something a couple hours ago, like, well, I've heard some rumors that maybe Ann Wagner is not going to run. And here's the statement from Congresswoman Wagner. Congresswoman Wagner formally announced she will seek re-election to Missouri's <laughs> second district. So that kind of settles that question right there. Yeah. There were some people I that I didn't were think that one was real. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I figured she was in. So that, nope, that didn't, that didn't sway me. Well, I'm glad that she cleared that up right away, and uh, that way we we know. All right, well, let's talk about—I want to talk about this list that came out that we didn't have time to get to on Friday because it really got released after the roundtable. But first and foremost, how about this story about Wesley's Bell's, Wesley Bell's chief of staff? Can we get into this? Because I haven't touched this one yet. Oh. Joe Hallman at The Post wrote about this guy. I don't know him, Sam Alton, who's chief of staff for Wesley Bell. But, Jane, it was revealed today that he's got a full-time job in the county, right? He works for Wesley Bell. Well, as chief of He's staff. the chief of staff, right, which is a full-time job. However, Joe Hallman reports that from January 2019 through October of 2023, he's also been paid, well, he has been paid $650,000 for his work in the prosecutor's office. In the same period, he's made more than that, 659000 for legal work in Bell Ridge, Edmondson, Jennings, Olivet, Pagedale, mm-hmm. and Bigger mm-hmm. Park. So what's mm-hmm. up with this guy? Well, I mean, you know, they said, oh, you know, there's no rule against moonlighting, you know, thanks, Sam Page. But, I mean, he, I mean, yeah, so now nobody thinks that their job is real. So um, this guy, I mean, this is the, the bigger problem is, yes, he's making a lot of money. And I think that number shocks anybody. When you say you make $600,000 working for the county and you make six fifty or whatever working for, you know, whatever moonlighting, um, I think that shocks people because they're like, well, when you get paid by the taxpayer, that's sort of your full time job. But this guy is doubling up on taxpayers because he's, you know, got all these other governmental entities that he's representing. 
Now, he was at a budget hearing for the prosecutor's office not a month ago where people were inquiring about all of his outside employment. And he says, oh, it's de minimis. It's next to nothing. Um, it's like three hours a week and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, are you ripping off these municipalities then? I mean, because they're entitled to have, you know, especially like Jennings. Didn't they pay him like 200 and something thousand dollars? Well, he, I says, mean, he says it's all negligible. He told Dennis Hancock, he's my, Dennis is my representative on the council, that it's negligible and that he spends less than three hours a week. So then that begs the question, yeah. well, what about these other government entities? Oh, they're paying him right. hundreds of thousands of dollars off? for what, yeah. right? Right. I mean, are you so you're ripping off a government agency one one way or another. And I, I'm what I'm really disturbed about one. Not only did he get hired right away, but his wife, his then wife also got hired. I mean, they were really dragging down the money. And don't forget that he also had a civil practice. So he was he was doing civil cases while he was chief of staff. Jeez. So, hey, can, yeah, can, no. can, help, help me out here. Wasn't it the former chief of staff for Wesley Bell? That was um, filming himself banging someone in his office. No, that was Sam Page's. Oh, chief of staff. I get confused. <laughs> yeah, by the you're chief getting of staff. mixed up. Yeah, yeah right. it's easily. Yeah. It's easy. To have. Yeah. I'm, well, right. and here's the problem. Sorry, too, Wesley. Like, it wasn't it wasn't your guy? Yeah. Well, and you know he's never he's never answered, but you know he had an order of protection for domestic violence entered against him from his ex-wife. I mean, this guy oh, is right, like right. he's the hits that keep coming, and so and here's the thing. He evaluates cases from all these municipalities. So when they want to get cases issued, um, you know, state cases issued through the prosecutor's office, you know, he's the chief of staff. He theoretically has control over every case. And so who who are you most loyal to? The citizens of St. Louis County or the citizens of Jennings or the citizens of, you know, whatever other municipality that you're representing? And so, I mean, I think while there's not a rule against moonlighting, there are rules against conflicts of interest. And if he's, you know, saying, hey, deny this case so that it can be prosecuted in the municipality and he can make money off of that, that's a clear conflict. I would and say so, so th- too. I mean, they, yeah. they have a really interesting table in here in Joe's uh, article in the Post where it says, how much was Sam Alton paid? And then they list all these, Pagedale, Jennings, Benita Park, Bell Ridge, Olivet, Edmondson. I've never heard of Edmondson. It's always great because I've lived in St. Louis for most of my adult life. And it, it really, every month I learn another community that I've never heard of oh, in yeah. this area. Exactly. How about that? So St. Louis County paid him a buck thirty. For 2019 and 2020, 131 in 21, 139 in 22, for whatever reason, 118 last year. So it's 650 total. Then they go through all of the other money. And you're right, Jennings, good Lord, $329,000 over the four-year period. So, look, I think it's a, a fair question. I don't care if someone's a Republican or a Democrat. This is one of those issues that if you're a full-time employee for the county, we're paying your salary. I think you should have to justify what you're doing yes. and prove that this isn't being a distraction from the rest. And they quote in the Holloman story, McCullough's former guy, he says, look, this was a full-time job. We were there in the morning and there till late, right? Right. And here's the other thing. You can go to CaseNet right now, and I do it periodically just because it infuriates me, but I go there and I look at all the daytime dockets that he's on. Daytime. And, 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 oh, and by the way, he also gets a county car. So, like, the county taxpayers, no, he, he, remember, he was the one with all the parking tickets because he just doesn't want to even park in the garage. You know, Bob McCullough, who is literally disabled, would come from the garage, but these guys won't. They have to park right in front and they got into it with Clayton. So he got a county car 
and plus all of his salary. So, I mean, the graft is real. It's real. And I think I think I think normal people look at that and say, this is ridiculous. I think they do, wow. too. And again, this should not be a partisan issue. It's not. It has nothing to do with party politics. Look, I'm not a fan of Cory Bush. It's not like I'm shilling for Cory. I just I cannot believe. I mean, I can't even imagine if there were some Republican in Jeff City or somewhere who was doing the same thing that people wouldn't come unwound. And I just, you know, this double standard. Yeah, yeah, this double standard of, of, you know, inappropriate conduct. No, conduct that's inappropriate is just inappropriate. All right, Jane Dugan, and- let's talk about let's talk about this Ram settlement money though. I love this this whole thing that goes out about the ideas portal. It says, Are you ready to be an idea champion? I feel like I need some music for this that's really dramatic. Share your ideas for the Ram settlement or add to the idea of others. This portal will be open for the next year and we will refer to it throughout the Ram settlement engagement process. Participants whose ideas respond best to the challenges that residents face will be asked to partner with the city to advance and develop their ideas, right? I mean, how much did they pay for that I had to do the Kenny Wallace laugh there. Yeah, that's actually a good question because there's a consultant that did this website and came up with the wording. So we got $250 million to the city from the Rams, and there's 20 items that they promote here on this particular idea champion portal, and not one of them includes the word safety, Jane. Not one. Correct. Not one. Not the word safety at all. But what's funny is they get to they curate the ideas before it goes on the page. I mean, that's what's comical about this, because, you know, the number one issue in every poll is always public safety. I don't care where you live. And you're telling me that they don't they don't even say one word about safety. And that's the number one issue in voters minds everywhere. And so, you know, that it's a curated list. And I mean, they want to build schools. I'm like, you have money to build schools. That's a state function. I mean, I get it that you may not like the way the state's doing it, but you certainly don't have the money to build and operate public schools. I mean, that one, I was just, I was like, do you not understand your role as a local government? That should not be something that they even talk about. So if you go to this thing, and I'm encouraging people to not waste their time, and this is why we're going to talk about this. Tonight, right, they exactly. Say, like, down, downtown living is one option. You need to fix the streets as well as... Um, That's the most normal one. That is the right most there. normal one. That's- that's the most normal one. Paid apprenticeship programs in technology and skilled trades. I don't know that that's necessarily a bad idea, but is that something that should come from the Rams money? Um, ensure fair distribution of settlement funds to St. Louis public schools. That's one of the ideas. So the list goes on and on and on. Reflective paint for streets. That seems like it's a, a good idea. How about just cleaning up the burnout marks that are in every intersection downtown? Right. How about, like, didn't they have one on there about, I mean, do they want more bike lanes? Yes. I'm like, Okay. Well, that's, that would be great. I mean, look, that would be 897 down on the list. How about fixing the, the stoplights? How about fixing all the potholes in the road? I mean, how about the water? I mean, the water is a big deal, and they're issuing a brutal tax against all city residents. And, um, wait, wait, wait. You're, caught, you're catching me off guard with the water. What are you talking about? I don't even know what you're talking about. Well, you know, they just they did like a 300% tax increase for the water bill. So now people are paying more for their water, and because you know all these water main breaks every other day, the infrastructure is aging. I got you. Okay. And right, so now instead of why not not do the tax and use some of this money for infrastructure? I think that's an I mean, excellent question. I do. Yeah. I, you know, so it's bizarre, and I feel like it's a bunch of mumbo jumbo word salad. 
that they're pretending to govern when they're not really. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't know the problems in the city, you should not be in city government. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Jane, let's just face it. We talked on Friday, and there was a development after the roundtable on Friday because we were talking about the mask nonsense. They were trying to mandate that city employees wear masks. Again, it didn't last very long. By the time I left the air on Friday night, they were reversing it, and the mayor issued her statement. And you probably saw this. When I tweeted about this on Friday night, I said, uh, let, you know, let's face it. This is a mayor who has spent more time raising alphabet mafia flags and, you know, talking about masking in the last three years than she has on crime. And, you know, I don't even know that that's hyperbolic, Jane. It's not, because you know what? She's telling everybody that crime is solved. So there needs to be no more work. No, that's completely consistent with what she's peddling, is that crime is solved. Um, She's the only urban area in the country that has been able to solve crime by doing nothing. Well, let's let's highlight this just a little bit, because one of the things that people said to me, I got all kinds of you know crazy responses on Twitter. It was an interesting weekend, actually, an interesting four or five days. But everyone was like, oh, Mark, you need a new talking point. Crime is down. All the mayors, oh, come you on. know, shills came out and said crime is down. Crime is down. Well, yeah. When you don't report the crime figures accurately, crime looks like it's down. Right, Jane? Oh, absolutely. And when there's no police to actually go get people and prevent the crime. Yeah. People aren't reporting because they think it's futile. Um, The police, there aren't enough police to go out there and actually go get the criminals and be proactive and stop things because there's just not enough of them because you have to drive all the way from downtown to an officer need of aid in Central West End because there are just no officers out on the street. So, yeah, that's going to decrease crime when you're not looking for it because there's nobody there to look for it. Right. Uh, so yeah. there's a lot of problem with that, with those stats. And now, but they did, is it my understanding that they did come out and they finally are, you know, trying to make this accurate or do you not agree with that? It's not. A, no, I don't agree with it. I mean, they did, they did barf data into the record, but then there's a guy over at SLU. He's like the statist, statistician guy. And he's been on the bandwagon saying, we got to produce this data. You know, the city used to, uh, you know, produce it until 1921. Well, his name is Ness Sandoval, and he's actually really smart. He said, well, yeah, I got the data dump, but, the, but I caution you against relying on that data because it doesn't even meet minimal standards um, to be considered statistically, you know, you know, appropriate. So he said, you can look at these numbers, but I caution you against that. So we're not even close to having accurate numbers. 
Before I let you go, one more topic. Just because I, I would predict that you would be someone who would have watched last night. Did you watch the Golden Globes? I actually did not. Oh, my goodness. Now, did you know who Joe Coy was before last night or not? Yeah. I mean, boy. I, I mean, I, I've heard, you know, a lot of people were crabby about it or whatever. And I don't dislike the guy. I've seen him. I just think that he's not upper echelon comedy. Well, it's a tough room, too. I almost feel bad for him because, look, here's one example. Welcome back. And as you know, we came on after a football doubleheader. Uh, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, on the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. I swear. There's just more to go to. Okay. You know, he, that was not a bad line. but That he is actually stumbled, funny. He stumbled over the word camera, and then he just didn't deliver it well. A lot of it's in the delivery. I yeah, think someone right. could have executed that better. And then he kind of, you know, threw people under the bus who were writing for him because he said, and again, I, I don't know what happened with hosting. He said he got the gig 10 days ago. Some I wrote, some other people wrote. Robert De Niro's here. Yo, I got the gig 10 days ago. You want a perfect monologue? Yo, shut up. You got, you're kidding me, right? Slow down. I wrote some of these, and they're the ones you're laughing at. Like I said, I didn't write all these. So, in other words, uh, the you know the team that wrote these jokes, they're not very good, and we didn't have very much time. On the other hand, what I said earlier too is that nobody knew who the hell this guy was. I mean, he did have a following, and he's you know been successful in the in the stand-up comedy world. But God, his name now is pretty well known, right? We're talking about him. I, I guess that's one way to to do it. I mean, so you know, I mean, and this was a hard year. It was kind of the first year back, and. I think people were probably a little tenser than they normally would. I didn't waste my time. There was the party won. There was football on last yeah, night. It was much more important. Exactly. Jane, have a good week. We'll talk on Friday. All right. See you guys Friday. Get more at 971talk.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.